This is CEO Chats, a candid and open convo about business as a female entrepreneur. Because not all CEOs wear suit ties and cufflinks. Hey babes, it's Natalie and I'm back with another episode of CEO Chats. It's the brown girl CEO. So... In this episode, I'm going to be telling you um, about how to get your brand together. Well, why this is important to me, because um, throughout the week, I've been having conversations with so many different people um, about their branding and them just taking the lighting into me um, and how I brand myself. So for me, I, it wouldn't do me any justice to not inform you guys of some things that you just don't know um, about how to help you brand yourself a little bit more. So this is for the established um, I guess you could say you already have your business idea, your business plan, stuff like that. And now you need a branding kit. Um, this is, this episode is going to be more so for the people who, like I said, are a little bit established. They know what they want to do. Um, this wouldn't be necessarily for the person who is really trying to put their, I guess you can say, put their business together. They don't even know the name, no nothing. Okay. So let's get into the episode. are talking about building your brand or get your brand together so now I have filed complaints on a few of you guys um <laughs> not even on a few of you guys but I have filed complaints on the podcast before about people not knowing what a branding kit is or having a branding kit and this was like a previous episodes before where I talked about these designers and these graphic designers that you guys are working with are not giving you these things. So when people start asking me about how did you get trademarked, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, well, you know, you for one have to make sure that you have all of your branding identity together because they're going to be asking you for that information. What is this? What is that? What is this? And I'm like, no one gave you or who designed your logo? Um, no one gave you all of these different elements like this would help you and most of them don't and that's no shame to you guys you guys don't know to ask for these things but i'm here to tell you again that this is what is needed as far as for your branding kit as far as for your business so the first thing that of course everybody already knows about is you need a logo so the logo will of course show the name of the business it will show whatever whatever the logo will be. You can make the logo whatever, but generally it will have the spelling of the business and then some type of um, element, whether that's a, if you're hair, maybe that's a scissors or, or, or maybe that's a comb, whatever. It's going to have, or sometimes it's text-based, meaning that it's all text, could be texture added to the text, um, but it's all text, no images or no PNGs of um, some type of um, image, right? So the first thing you need to have is a logo. Now, what for me, what I do for my clients is I break those down. You will have a watermark and then you will have two different types of logos, whether that be text-based, um, whether that be a different color, um, whatever the case. And all of those will be in PNG. PNG will allow for your images to be transparent. So when you're creating a brand kit or you're creating, let's, I create brand kits. That's just what I do. Um, if you don't know what a brand kit looks like, I will leave those in the show notes below, or you could just go on my personal profile, 
Um, and you can look at branding kits there, or I'll just somehow, some kind of way, uh, tag you on to it. I'll, I'll figure it out. I'm not the most technical savvy, y'all. I just, I just do art. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, specifically what a, what I do, like I said, is I do branding kits. So if you have, if you, if you have, if you're putting together your brand, if somebody's, you know, doing something with your brand, here is a, fo- at least put a folder together or a Word document together or a Canva document together that have the following. So you need your logo. That's number one. And multiple ways that your logo is represented, whether that's in a black, all white, um, in color, um, without an element, with an element, give all of those different types of, um, or put all of those different type of designs together. And then you also need to make sure that you have a watermark. Now, a watermark is not the same as a trademark. A trademark is basically solidifying your name. Now, the watermark is usually what is trademarked. So the watermark, let's say, I'm gonna give you guys an example, and I always do because it is a great example. The Nike Just Do It. Nike's Nike swoosh is their watermark, okay? Now, what's trademark is Nike and the swoosh and probably, which I'm for sure, is just do it with the swoosh. So hopefully that gives you guys an understanding of the difference between a watermark and a trademark. And then the second, or uh, well, third, um, I would say is the color palettes. The color palettes is extremely important, extremely important because you don't want to have a magenta and then somebody gives you a pastel pink design for whatever it is that you're doing. That's wrong. That's incorrect. And that's not the color that you want. When you think about, let's say we, we thinking about, um, restaurants. So we're thinking about, um, trying to think of another I'm just going to say restaurants because that's so easy for you guys right now so we're thinking about restaurants they have the same colors throughout their branding they have the same exact color throughout the entire um, brand collateral their letterheads are like that their bags are like that it's that specific red or it's that specific green and you recognize it so the color palettes are very, very important. And I always um, like for my clients to choose their color palettes from colorhexa.com. And color hexa, those color hexes will give you the exact color code every time. It's like a hashtag um, FFA90OA, something like that. And that gives you that exact blue or pink every time. So every time you're designing something, it looks exactly the same. Okay. The next is the fonts. I like to tell my clients to go to dafonts.com, D-A fonts.com. So they can choose a great font for them. It's thousands of that together. So choose a font that works best for you or whoever is designing your logo, tell them to give you your color palettes they made and also the fonts that that's chosen for your brand. And what I do for my clients is I give them at least three to four different fonts. One is what the, one could possibly be what the logo was in. One should be what the header should be. One should be what the basic text in general should be. Um, and then the other can be like a subheader, whatever the case. I like to give you multiple different fonts so you can really, really go in depth of how you want that to look, okay? Um, or, or how you're supposed to de- design your brand collateral. 
The other is patterns and textures. This is optional, completely optional, y'all. Patterns and textures is basically, let's say if I use glitter because I'm doing somebody who does makeup. If I use glitter, um, I will include that pattern in the branding kit because the only textures that should go with this is something girly and glittery and uh, mermaidy, whatever. That's what I want for them to have, okay? And then the very last is the other elements. Now, other elements are basically breaking down the logo sometimes or also including multiple different factors factors um, into that. So like for Business Babe, we got the uh, lipstick, we got the tank, we have the basic font, we have the microphone. These are all different elements apart of my brand and I break those down in my branding kit. So the most important thing that you should really truly incorporate is other elements because you don't want to just be picking anything. It has to be consistent and it has to be concise. Think about the people who have put together a dope brand and we recognize it by that watermark or that identifying image for the brand. This is what they do. They have brand guidelines. We recognize Chick-fil-A all day, every day. Why? Because of the way it's spelled, the text the red, that random cow, and then the cow on top of that, whenever they do publications or ads, it's a whole different text. I don't know if you guys noticed that, but it's like that raggedy Ann text. So those are different, or fonts, I'll say that. Those are different ways to brand yourself, but keep it consistent so that they recognize it. When you're traveling on the road, you see this random cow at the top of the advertisement. Oh, I know for a fact that's Chick-fil-A. Oh, oh okay, they got a Chick-fil-A around here. Sorry, I'm always talking about food, y'all. Y'all know I'm fat. So the last thing is a mood board. Mood boards have recently been coming up. Um, I love them. I love mood boards. I really do. They're so adorable to me. And they give you a glimpse of what your at least your social media should look like or your website should look like. So I was designing a mood board, which is probably going to be the one that I attached to the um, podcast show notes. I was designing a mood board for someone who is a hair um, seller or hair vendor. And so the mood board included hair. It included a flyer I made. It also included makeup and all of that. And, and every, and in the mood board, it has to consist with the colors and it also has to consist with the other things that you created for the brand, okay? So the reason why I love creating this is because you get to make a lifestyle out of what you just made with the colors and the text. Now, maybe it's me being corny, being lame, but I love, love, love making mood boards because at this point I'm like, ooh, I create to create an actual person or look behind what I just made with the logo, woohoo. Lame things that occur when you're a graphic designer. So, um, I recommend that you do create a mood board or allow for that designer if they have the capacity or the knowledge to create a mood board for you. Um, the reason being is because you want to make sure that let's say somebody's managing your social media, which is why I created that mood board for that client. This is the only way that the social media can look. So there should be no reason why somebody says they don't know what to post. There should be no reason why you feel like you don't know what to post. Now, a mood board can continuously be changed. It don't have to have fashion on it. It don't have to have makeup on it. It can have industrial 
I don't know, machines on it. It can be, it can change. It can change to only product photos. It can change to whatever or only stock photos. It have to be actual photos of, of this. It can be something different, but it helps when you have a brain fart and you're like, dang, what should I post? What should I put up? And you go to that mood board. It's like a mini Pinterest board. It's so fun. Um, anyway, I'm so lame. But the mood board is like a mini Pinterest board. And you're picking all these different color, um, colored images, um, stock photos, if you have any, or photos that were taken. Um, or you're just aligning it in like your mini collage or vision board. And this helps because like I said, I have brain farts all the time with what to post. Um, and it helps me to go to a mood board or go to a Pinterest board um, or something like that to get inspo. And that is what the mood board would be um, attached to your media kit, uh, media kit, y'all, attached to the branding kit. So as I said, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, I always want to reiterate this because I see a lot of people who always talk about they want to rebrand themselves, restructure their sales, have a different look for themselves. And you have to have a plan and you have to have a guideline. And once you stick to that plan and to that guideline, it's about to be looking so cute and so adorable. Um, I'm also going to make sure I leave um, the links in below for uh, a place, a place, a website that I use. Um, it's called Pixels and Pixels gives me inspo all the time. And they also allow for you to search for a picture by color. So this helps me whenever I'm trying to make sure that my, my, my um, client is, is having a turquoise uh, themed social media, a bronzed themed social media. Um, I always go to pixels and I type in bronze or I type in search by color and I put the color that they have that's close to the color that I'm looking for. And that helps me all the time because I don't know if you guys noticed, which you probably did, some social media platforms are now starting to be colored and they're now starting to only have a certain color. And it's really, really dope and cool and nice. So um, that's another thing that can help you guys as well. So... Like I said, I hope you guys really enjoyed this episode. As usual, I always say that because I'm so cliche and lame and corny. Um, but I hope you guys really enjoyed this episode. If you did, um, I hope that you are going to be able to now start making you a branding kit or request that you need a branding kit or get one made for you. Um, so that way that helps you whether or not you're trying to get trademarked, um, whether or not you're just trying to push out a better quality of images for your brand. Um, or if that's going to at least help you get a little bit more clarity on how and what you should post. All right. As always, I love you, babes. I will see you guys on the next episode. Bye. You have been listening to CEO Chats with the Brown Girl CEO. If you like me that much, please make sure that you leave me a comment and a review and also subscribe. If you want to make sure that you stay connected, follow us on all social media platforms by clicking in the show notes below. Thanks and see you next week.